What's going on, everyone? Are you ready to get your internal fire sparked? Welcome to the fireside. Welcome to the fireside. Are you ready? We are Speak Fire, and this is the Fireside Roundtable. The Fireside Roundtable, baby! Are you ready? Get ready for this! We're all here, team Speak Fire, assemble! We are the Speak Fire, and this is the Fireside Roundtable. Hey everybody, and welcome to the second Speak Fire Roundtable. The Speak Fire Roundtable with all of your favorite hosts from the Speak Fire Network. Got Bobby Berg from Student Fire. Say hey, Bob. Hey guys, what's going on? Lovely having everyone back. Thank you for coming to the second episode. We've got Aisha Thomas from Internal Fire. What up, you good people? How y'all doing? Sean Brasfield from Young Fire. What up, what up? It's your boy, your brother, your friend, once again in the building. New guy on the block, Jody Cedric from Father's Fire. Yo, brothers, let's get fired up. Glad and to be Cornelius here. Cornelius Dunlap, or as you guys might know him, Neil Legend from Champion Fire. Yo, 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 it's your boy, Neil Legend. Now let's get that work. <laughs> and uh, you yeah. know me, I'm Michael Jengras from Leadership Fire. And today we're going to just look a little bit behind the scenes. So we've been fortunate enough to bring in two new speakers to join our collective. And we want to talk a little bit about those shows. So, Jody, can you talk to us a little bit about Father's Fire? What motivated you and what's the intent or your what's the message you're driving with that show? Actually, my motivation actually has been stewing in my brain for a number of years. And what really kicked it off was the conversation between Bobby B and Sean B about their experiences with their dad or lack of experience. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't have that experience. I had an incredible dad. I'm the oldest of eight kids. And I'm like, dude, there's that side of the story. But there's also me being a dad and my experiences having six kids, two of which are adopted. And I'm like, dude, I have my own unique story on top of, you know, being a kid with my dad. And I'm like, you know what? We need to share all kinds of stories. And I'm really excited because I got some guests lined up that we're going to talk about single fatherhood. We're going to talk about fatherhood in general, you know, being a stepdad. I'm just super, super excited about it. That's awesome. I've been listening to the show. I got a kick out of that. The uh, episode selling donuts around the neighborhoods. <laughs> what a great dad. Yeah, I, I, we, we sold donuts. a lot of donuts. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a good way to make money today. So Cornelius, Neil Legend, Tell, tell us about Champion Fire and what's, what's Champion Fire all about? What, what motivates you in Champion Fire? Okay, well, what motivated me was just the, way I grew, just the way I grew up. Like, I grew up really feeling like I didn't have nobody in my corner when I needed it. And I just dived into sports. I dived into basketball, football, baseball, um, dived into, like, just their lives. And that's, that was like my medium. That was like my escape of my reality. So Champion Fire, really what it is, is for young kids that, that, that was just like me when they was growing up. And so now I'm just taking sports. And I'm showing you that these people are, are real just like you. Even though they're on the TV or they're on the court, 
They are real just like you. When they go through real problems, real situations as well, I want the young kids to be able, or, or whoever actually watch it, I want whoever watch it to be able to look at it and say, how can I apply this situation to my life? How can I change the narrative of what's going on and apply it to my life? And basically, that's that's just that's what Champion Fire is, and we all we all have that Champion Fire. That's awesome. Uh, that's, I got to tell you guys, me and Neil did a team up the other day. I'm excited for that to hit the airwaves. We talked about loyalty and uh, how you can get that next level success when you evaluate loyalty and values. And it was such a great episode. I'm really proud of that work. I'm excited for that to come out. So stay looking forward to that episode with me and Neil Legend on uh, Leadership Fire. So, you know, one of the things that uh, we all do as professional speakers and in our own niches in life um, is we have to stay motivated. We have to stay fired up, right? So what I'd like to do is kind of just talk at like what motivates, what fires us, what, what propels and drives us daily. One of the things that we were just talking about off air is how busy all of our lives are. It is amazing how six separate people can come together and just seem like have no time, but, but still find ways to continue to propel this, this energy and this force out of us for the good, not only of ourselves, but the world and the collective of the Speak Fire Network. So Aisha, I'd love to hear you speak on how you stay energized, how you stay fired up and passionate um, about what you do, internal fire and your speaking. Well, for me, um, well, my, forgive my kids in the background, but what really keeps me motivated is what I've been really doing is implementing a lot more research in my niche. And the more and more I hear stories about kids being bullied, the more and more I hear about women having issues, the more and more I study and hear how deep these issues go. Because it's like the issues aren't getting better. They're getting worse. There are more and more people that need people like us to come together and provide that motivation, give them that perspective. So the more research I've been doing, the more reading I've been doing, it has really been really what's been pushing me. And then also the reminder of, you know, my wives are my children. I want to create a better life for them. I want to take the lessons that I've learned that um, has really helped me grow as a woman, as a mother, as a businesswoman to um, just become better for them. And I know there are other women. I know there are other men out there that really need that support and need that information. So I have to always remember, it's not about me. You know, it's really about supporting other people. It's about my kids. It's, it's about putting that message out there so other people can be inspired and motivated to actually take action. So yeah, that's just what I've been doing recently. That's, I love it. And that's some real powerful whys. And I love the kids in the background as you give us that. So Sean, as an OG here at Speak Fire, I'd love to hear, you know, you've had some real hard-hitting episodes lately. I mean, you have really delved into some topics that I think um, are daring and brave, and you have been bold and courageous in your take on the Black in America series, the Fatherless right. Son series. I got goosebumps right now just thinking about that Fatherless Son series and even right. your team up with Bobby on that. When you're, when you're looking at choosing a topic for the show and, and these, these bold, hard-hitting um, topics, uh, what are you looking for? How are you getting inspired? Where where are these topics and this motivation coming from? Well, I think one of the big things is that I've been doing was keeping my ear to my my target niche, which is the the young people, the teens, uh, whether you're 13 or whether you're 19. Like I'm always looking at you know, chatting up conversations, whether it's in the barbershop or whether it was when I go to the schools and talking to the youth and being involved with the program at the local high school that I'm in. It's listening to them 
what things are on their minds. And even some that tune into my uh, Instagram page, I'm talking to them like, you know, what are some of the things you guys are going through? What are some of the things you guys would like me to talk about or talk to you guys about? And so what I do was I take those issues, take those things that they, they would like me to talk about or things that we were talking about that I would like to just bring to the platform of the uh, Speak Fire Network through Young Fire is talking to them using that avenue of the things that they're going through, like, like with the whole fatherless sons. I picked that up from a topic that I spoke with them about at the high school. And then with the black in America, it, we were talking about police brutality and why one of the young guys asked, like, why are we treated this way? By far, one of the things, toughest things that I've had to face, because what happened was funny. I kind of wanted to stick to like the motivation and the, you know, the positive stuff. And then after sitting with them and talking to them, I was like, you know what? They need some guidance through how to deal with this because a lot of what's going on in our society is affecting them on a, on a personal level, you know, even with their parents or with going to, what's going on in schools or whatever have you. And there's things that they're dealing with. So I kind of started to shake up and reevaluate the, the angle that I want to come with Young Fire. And what, what motivates me is giving them some options on how to deal with these things by giving it a, by giving it a voice if that if that all makes sense it sure does that that all makes a lot of sense loved hearing it too um jody let's go to you over at father's fire so you're new on the block um but you are certainly passionate you've got a lot of energy and your your show topics are wide ranging where are you pulling the energy and topics uh for father's fire you know, the energy is just natural bread, and <laughs> I'm full of it. So I, you know, my, my wife's like, when do you ever slow down? When do you ever sleep? I'm like, yeah, I'll sleep when I'm dead, right? But, but a lot of the topics are just coming from, you know, either conversations with my kids or, you know, they'll ask me a question about when I was a, a, a kid or, um, like, when I posted that I was launching this, fireside, this um, podcast, Man, I could not believe the number of dads that reached out to me and said, oh, dude, I can't believe you're doing this. This is going to be so great. You know, we've struggled as a single dad, and how do I get, you know, dinners together, and how do I get breakfast and get them off to school, and, you know, I, how do I get involved in sports, and what if my kids don't want sports? Let's do, you know, music, and so it's really just kind of evolving every day as I'm going through life, I'm constantly asking myself, all right, what could I share from a dad perspective that would be beneficial from dads of all seasons or all situations? And that's really where it's coming from. That's great. And and we feel a lot of that, uh, that, that fatherly love that you've been given and that you give in your episodes. And I want to thank you for, for bringing that um, to the Speak Fire Network. I love every second of it. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's just super fun, right? I mean, we have a great opportunity, not only as podcasters and motivators, but as individuals. And I love that Sean said, you know what, I started out with motivation in mind, but he's responding to what people are talking to him about. And that's what's on their heart. That's what's on their minds. And that's what they need to hear. I agree completely. So now I got to get over to my favorite sports broadcaster, Neil Legend, over at Champion Fire. Neil, talk to us. Where does that energy, that that passion, that fire, man? When you speak, the microphone is shaking. 
Talk to me where that energy comes from. Oh man, well, just like just like your boy Jody, man, it's 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 natural. I always had energy when I was ever since I was a young guy. I just knew I had more energy. I could just I could ride a bike like three hours and play basketball for six, seven hours and then ride my bike back home. And I just was always the person that stood out amongst everybody. Um, it was just because of who I was. So I said, like, you know what? What can I do with this ener this energy to be very productive? And then that's um that's why I say I need to give this energy to 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 the young to the young people that's actually growing up who don't know what to do with themselves, who have the same kind of energy, the motivation, the motivation like 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 I do. But what you know, what inspired me as well is like every morning I always try to control the spirit of my day. So I listen to some motivation. I listen to some of y'all podcasts as well. And um and that controls the spirit of my day. So it's like I'm already happy. I'm primed for the day. And I just know there are young kids out there that's just going through a, a, a lot of stuff. And most of the kids that I know, they love sports. Shoot, I love sports. I still watch it. So I was just like, hey, I know they love sports. This would be a great medium to be able to speak to them. And um, they will be able to, to like it at the same time, but also give them some life lessons, some life concepts that they'll be able to apply to their life. And I just really do believe that, that – um I'm not going to hold back, and whatever I say, it's going to it's going to be able to resonate with them because I'm giving it I'm giving it to them like uncut, raw, and authentic. Yeah, he's not holding back. Buster Douglas could have been the champ. <laughs> I, I know, right? A lot of people scorn me for that one, but hey, it's out there. Well, we had a vote in the background here at Speakfire when you said we could throw you off of this platform for that statement. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now it's time for the new school year. It's people are ready. They're uh, sorry. Labor Day is here. They got to get to the school shop and they got to get their backpacks, the lunchbox, the pencils, their pens. That means it's time for student fire. And Bobby Bird, I know you are full of, of energy and topics and ideas for this year's school season, semester. Bobby, talk to us, what's coming up on Student Fire? Where does this passion come from? Where does this energy come from? And what can we look forward to from Bobby Berg in this Student Fire season? So for a lot of people that have been following the podcast, you'll notice that I've definitely gone from season one to season two. Season one, when this podcast initially came out was, I wanted to just reach a platform of students mainly targeting middle school and high school students and the occasional collegiate student um, because there's a lot of issues that students face. There are so many issues that people go through on a daily basis from your workload to time management to managing your social life to looking five, ten years ahead of where you're at to where you want to be with your career. And mind you, this person could be 13 years old and has to figure all this out possibly by themselves. And in season one, I was like, oh, here's some quick you know, quick tips on how to get through your day and to get through your week and this and that. And I started getting feedback from students that I actually taught during my student teaching and then post that. And a lot of them were like, Bobby, I like what you're doing. This is cool, but I don't care. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? They're like, no, 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 we need, we need the real talk. Very similar to what Sean said. They're like, I love that you're telling me that, you know, I can be motivated and I can get through this. That's great but I need to understand how you got through it. 
because that's how I connect with my students the most is they said, you know, you're a cool teacher, but as a person is how we connect with you. That's why I don't know how many of our listeners or you guys are musicians, but it's very daunting when someone puts a piece of music in front of you that's really technically difficult and someone's on the other end listening and it goes, I'm going to judge you on this. You have five minutes to look at this. You can talk it over with anyone, figure it out. Well, there were plenty of times where I'd tell my students or I'd put a super hard piece of music in front of them and I was like, cool, I'm going to teach you guys about life right here. We have five minutes. I'm not going to say a word until we start. Figure it out. And then I put my baton up when we would go. Afterwards, I'm like, so how, what did you guys learn from this? And they'd always say, they're like, it wasn't that scary. Like, was it scary? Of course. It was intimidating. It, it gave me a lot of anxiety, but you made us feel at peace with it. And I don't know how you did it because you didn't say anything. And I'm like, well, everyone, listen, it's because I'm teaching you how to trust yourself. I'm teaching you how to give these life skills that you need when you're put in a stressful situation, when you have to apply for a job or when your taxes are going to be late because you didn't know how to do your taxes. I'm trying to teach you guys how to do these things by not teaching you, but just showing you that the tools are in front of you. So after this giant monologue, um, season two of Student Fire is going to be very much based on teaching the student or teaching whoever's listening how to trust themselves and how to make the best version of themselves that they can be. That's always been the overarching goal of this episode, of this uh, uh, podcast. I want you to be the best you that you can be, both as a student, both as just a general person in life, and I want you to love you. That's what I want. Because if you can be okay with yourself, then you, there's nothing the world can throw at you that you can't take on, period. There's a lot of things that we're going to dive into. We're going to there's going to be a lot more stories this episode, this school year, and we're going to dive very, very deep into the teacher-student relationship because at its core, I feel that that's a lot of what, where the disconnect lies in schools between the administration, the teachers, and the students. And I, I want school systems to know that they are a single unit. They're a team. From the lowest person that's brand new to the superintendent, you all have to work together and we're going to, oh, y'all just tune in. This is going to be phenomenal. That's awesome. One of the things that Bobby said in there, and I, it, it, it caught my ear, right? That's how we all get inspired is just catching little segments sometimes. And Bobby says to learn how to trust yourself. And I thought to myself, man, I know someone who can teach me how to trust myself. And that's Aisha Thomas, host of Internal Fire. Aisha, I'd love to hear how Obviously, your life has had a lot of twists and turns. Listeners of your show um, know your backstory and the phoenix rising from the ashes of the fire that you are. How did you learn to trust yourself? And through that, how can we all learn to trust ourselves? It's funny because it's like I just recently uh, started to trust myself because the thing about trauma, you start to believe that you're the issue. Like, I'm like, okay, well, I, when you realize you're the common denominator, because that's one of the biggest things. If you look at your life and you determine that the, the thing that never changes in those situations is you, you start to wonder, like, okay, what is it that I'm doing that is keeping me in these situations? Or like, say, for instance, for relationships, if you have a consistent pattern of meeting the same person over and over again, you have to look at yourself and say, okay, what am I paying, what am I not paying attention to? So for me, it's like once I recognize, hey, I'm the common denominator, then I started to believe that, oh, you know what? I'm the expert in <laughs> bad relationships. I'm the expert in, you know, certain things. So now I know that, okay, I've seen the patterns. I've recognized what the patterns are, what it is that um, 
I was avoiding or not paying attention to. And once I recognize what those patterns are, now that I know, okay, I'm an expert in this lane, when I start seeing those things, I know that I know that now I have to make a shift. So for me, trusting myself just was recognize that you can be the common denominator. Sometimes it is you. And then once you recognize that it's you, then you start to determine and peel back the onion and determine, okay, what were the signs? What were the things that I need to do and adjust? Or I could have changed where when you do start seeing those same situations, you can start to recognize like, okay, I, I've, I've seen this before. So let me shift and go around that. Wow. I loved it. So I'm just going to play that same game I just did. You know, Aisha was talking there in there. She said, what am I not paying attention to? Wow. That's uh, that's something that we can all get smacked in the head with that one every once in a while. What am I not paying attention to? We all work so hard to get, you know, as we say in leadership fire, that next level success. And that next level success is often in the areas that we are not paying attention to where we, that blind spot. So I'm going to throw over to Jody over at Father's Fire. And I would love to hear how can we look at our lives as um, as parents, as spouses, as just human beings, um, how do we look into those blind spots to see those areas that we might not be paying attention to? You know, that, that is probably the parent's biggest question, right, is where do I need to spend my time? Do I balance it between work? How much time am I spending at home? Am I even making time for that significant other of mine? And it's really, really critical that you truly a self-assess because I know years ago, you know, when right before we were bringing our two new kiddos into our, our home, I recognized that I was going to work every day at five o'clock and I was working till, you know, four, five, six o'clock some nights. And I'm like, you know, what? I can't do that bringing new kids into my home. And so I said, you know what, what I really want to do is I want to be the dad that is at home in the morning waking the kids up, I will make the breakfast, and I will at least have that time with them every day, and then I will run off to work, right? And so I had to self-assess and go, you know what, I'm, I'm being very successful in this lane of my, of my life, but if I truly want to be successful as a dad, I need to look at the gaps, and I need to readjust so that I can fill those gaps in a way that maybe is not always balanced, but is appropriate for the time and the situation. Yeah, I loved it. Absolutely. So I'm going to pull out of that. You talked about, you know, where to spend your time. And <clears throat> I think that is something that we all struggle with is not, not even some, I'm going to maybe not, maybe not time management, maybe time management, but learning where to prioritize your life, kind of what you're saying. And so I want to reach down to my friend over at Young Fire, Mr. Sean Brasfield, and I would just love to have him talk to us. Um, how, how do we learn to where to spend our time, how to figure out those priorities. I think one of the, the first things it, it starts with is like, you need to just pull back from everything, like everything that you're doing, everything that you're a part of, and look back and say, okay, what is priority? What is going to give me what I really need right now? Because, you know, it goes back to, uh, I think CJ talks about it a lot, uh, Maslow's hierarchy of, of needs. You have to look, think everybody's needs from, from my, they have a different set of needs. Like each case, it's a case by case basis and it's person specific. Like you have a set of needs. If your initial need is, you know what, I need to be more focused academically and I need to also be more focused on 
what's going on at home, like prioritizing what's going on at home. If you have a broken home or one parent home or whatever it is, figure out how you can balance that and put those two things into focus, your academics and what's going on at home. Half the time, we have young people who are more focused on the social dynamics, you know, the social media and like their friends and things like that and all the important stuff that really ties into helping them to become the person, the solid person they need to be. They're neglecting those. It's like they're focused on the icing so much and not the content of the cake. If that and I think the biggest thing is time. What, how much time are you going to give to each of those areas that you feel are, are, are focused or, or, or important to you that's going to help make you who you, who you want to be and whatnot? Just focus on those things and devote time. I, like one of the things I tell one, one of the young people is look at who you are and like what, what you're desiring and like, okay, you are focused on this. Give yourself time, basically compartmentalize, if that makes any sense. Because I'm kind of like, my mind's like going a thousand miles a minute, but it's like prioritize, compartmentalize what's more important and order it from most important to least important. And then give your time accordingly to those areas. Got it. That's right. Loved it, man. That was fantastic. Obviously, we're running a little long. That's because I am being gratuitous because I'm loving learning at the feet of these masters. And one of the things that Sean said to me as he was talking, he briefly touched on focusing when he was talking about priorities. But when I think about focus, who needs more focus? than the champions at Champion Fire. So I'm going to call on my friend Neil Legend and say, Neil, how do we gain that focus? How do we figure out what to focus on? What is the, 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 the keys and the secrets to mastering that level of high-intensity focus? Uh, well, first, I, just, I would love to start off by just saying, like, you have to know yourself and you have to know your worth. And... You have to know with whatever it is that you're going through that, that this is not it. It has to be something better. It has to be something better when I'm going through it. If it's at school, if it's at home, if it's with your friends, you, you just have to know. And then you have to just commit yourself to, um, to, to, to do better. And you need actually like, like self-development. And we know as young kids, it's kind of hard to think of that because we're young. We're supposed to have parents or mentors to be able to um, – to guide us down that path, but a lot of us grow. We grow up without that, and that's why. That's what I believe that Champion Fire is for to be able to help you navigate yourself through your life. So, like me, when I was growing up, I just knew that I had this hunger for success, this hunger for greatness inside of me, but I didn't know how to tap into it. And so, you know, I just started watching sports. Um, I started doing a whole lot of research on successful people, people that I admire. Um, there's a lot, a lot of positive points in anime. Yes, guys, I do watch anime. I love anime. But there's a lot of points in anime, and one of the best examples that I love giving from anime is, is Naruto. Naruto was this kid that grew up without his parents. Um, he grew up the whole neighborhood just hating him. Um, they despised him because he had he had this beast that was like that was inside of him, 
And I looked at that beast that was inside him, inside of Naruto. I was like, I have all this hurt, this anger, this depression, this, this I, I long for love. I Like, why don't people love me? And I have all that inside of me. So I, I, I focused on that. I said, you know what? Instead of, instead of making what feel, instead of this stuff that's filling inside of me, instead of like pouting about it, instead of just complaining about it, talking to your friends for years to come about it, I said, how can I leverage off this pain? How can I use this pain to be able to, to catapult me to whatever I supposed to be in life? Whether it's my gifts, my purpose, like whatever it is, how can I use this? And so when you're looking, when you're 15, 16, 17, in your 20s, in your 30s, whatever you've been through in your life is, is going to be your foundation of what your success is. But it's up to you. It is really up to you how you use that and how you channel that. You can channel it the wrong way, you can channel it the right way. And here at Champion Fire, I'm gonna show you how to channel your inner your inner self the right way. Loved it, loved it. All right, man, I gotta tell you, I love the second Speak Fire round table. We had a little behind the scenes, we got to bounce some ideas off each other, I got to hear wisdom from the masters. Man, I really loved every bit of it. I want to say thank you very much to Jody and Neo Legend for being here, the newest members of the Speak Fire crew. Thank you very much, guys, for your time. Yes, sir. We're glad, we're glad to be here, man. We appreciate, I appreciate all of y'all. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're, we're super excited. Bobby, I'm excited for the 2020 school year and, and to see what you've got to say. Thanks for being here and, and dropping your nuggets on us. Oh, of course, man. Thanks for having me. And honestly, I, I can't wait. This is going to be great, y'all. And the Queen Bee, Aisha Thomas, thank you so much. We love your time and we love your perspective in the world. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you guys. Love y'all. All right. Now I got to send it over to Sean to take us out. Yo, yo, it's been real, as, as always, and I'm definitely glad to be a part of this. It's like the best is yet to come from all of us. I'm looking forward to it. And as always, you already know, till next time, deuces. I am so excited for you to be right here with me today. Look, let me tell you why. Because when I was growing up, I just felt like my father wasn't the father he should have been. The schools don't push us out. My moms wasn't there, right? The churches didn't get involved. And also, yeah, for the neighbors, well, it don't take a village to raise a child. So I dived into sports, basketball, baseball, football, and I was always Mr. MVP in all of them. So now in my 30s, right, I'm taking sports and I'm taking everything that happened in sports, baseball, basketball, football, and I'm just molding it into this piece of candy and I birthed the concept of champion fire. So yeah, now you have a place to hang out. So from this point forward, every Monday morning at 4 a.m., I need you here with me, hanging out, speaking over life, speaking over everything that goes on in your life coming from the perspective of sports. I need you here and let's knock this ball out the park together. Guys, did you realize that one out of four children do not have fathers in their home? Man, that is mind boggling. 
But on the flip side, that means three out of four children have dads in their home. But are they really present? Are they engaged? Are they active? Are they invested in their kids' lives? Are they being dads? Are they truly fulfilling their duty as fathers? And this got me thinking, man, it'd be a great opportunity to create a podcast where we can explore the joys, the challenges, the triumphs, the sorrows, and the successes of being a dad. Join me every Monday at 4 a.m. as we explore fatherhood on Father's Fire, another phenomenal podcast that's part of the Speak Fire family.